Mike, turn your games down. Hi, we're welcome to another movie episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Alberton, and who's the never-ending guest with me tonight? I'm Tiffany Alberton. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Alyssa. All right, and welcome back, both of you. So this is actually... Like a bunch of giggling girls. <laughs> yes. This is actually a very special episode. Once a year, we always try to do, usually planned ahead of time, we try to do one of Tiffany's movies for her birthday. Because she has certain movies she likes from her childhood, so I bring them on once a year. So, uh, Tiffany. That's good. Didn't. So what are we talking about tonight? We're talking about Never Ending Story. 1984, yes? Thank you. You're welcome. Directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And it's based on the... Oh, it's a Peterson? Yes. SEM, not SON. I was an SON. You were. I was. Not anymore. I could be again if you don't watch it. <laughs> so... I have I remember seeing this movie as a kid, but I vaguely remember anything about it other than the luck dragon, which is on the poster. And he looks cool. He's not a dragon, but they call him a dragon. But whatever. That is all I remember. Alyssa, this was the first time I you ever seen this movie, correct? Yes. And how did you? And so what? Did, so I know you have no history with this. So I think it'd be interesting to hear your take on this movie, too. That you were kind of suckered into this. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was very interesting. I don't know. A lot of the things in the movie were just kind of random and some parts of it kind of gave me like return to Oz vibes you know like just because it was really random but I mean you know it was a, a good movie okay what about you Tiffany what is your history with this movie well I was two years old when this movie came out however I'm unsure how old I was when I actually saw it it was a favorite of me and my dad would watch it and I suppose a lot of it had to do with that it had puppets in it <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, they're not Jim Henson puppets, though, I don't think, are they? No, Jim Henson wasn't involved in this movie. No, I'm a Jim Henson fan, but that did not change the fact that the Luck Dragon is a ginormous puppet. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing about this movie is, one, it's in the 80s, so that's why, if it's weird, that, that's why. 80s were a weird time. I really believe that. Did you look up what it grossed and what it cost and stuff? No, why would you I do You should do that, because now I'm curious. Budget was $60 million, <laughs> box office $100 million. Yeah, somewhat. So it sort of. <laughs> I mean, yes, but they're weird. Oh, this was a West Germany movie. I didn't know that. What do you mean it was a West Germany? 1984, around this time, would have been the Cold War still. So East Germany would have been Soviet Russia. Or Soviet Union. Oh. Comrade. Nothing. And <laughs> you so, want to hear what I <laughs> So this, this movie starts off with the, the song that I think everyone, anyone who remembers this movie remembers this song, The NeverEnding Story. And, and that's anybody just... Anybody that doesn't know this movie knows it from Stranger. Oh, yeah. Listen, have you seen Stranger Things? No. <laughs> You're missing out. In the, is it the second season? season? Second season. The second season. Oh, God, I can't even remember. Dustin. Dustin and his girlfriend sing it. I don't remember his girl's name. No, I, nobody thought she was real. That's all I remember. <laughs> and then she said, I won't do it for you, Dusty, unless you sing our song. I'm pretty sure that was pretty on. <laughs> So that's what we'll remember this movie. The never-ending story. So, and then the kid wakes up for breakfast. And it has a small scene with the kid sitting there talking to his dad. And the kid's name, Bastion. Not Sebastian. Bastion. I, all these years, I thought it was Sebastian. And he was just <laughs> too lazy to say Sebastian. He's an asshole. He's, he's also for Major Dad. <laughs> So, and then people forget how, when people think the 80s looked all neon color, this is what the 80s looked like. Boring. <laughs> I was there for part of it. Not a lot of it. No. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Someone else missed more of it that we're talking to right now, too. So. <laughs> I forgot. I'm the old one. Shut up, Oliver. I hate you. <laughs> so, I mean, Aly Alyssa, what did you think of this guy? Did you think he was an asshole like me? Uh, no. He's telling his kid to go. I know your mom just died, but there's no time to dream. Get back to work. You have 10 year old. I mean, yeah, I guess he was a little hard on him. How dare you read books? You should be clean. Only clean while you're in this house. Right. Nothing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I didn't like him. I didn't like him that he's not like the kid just suffered his 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 mom dying and he's reading books, which is a good thing. But in this. It's the 80s, so he's just like, you should be working. Work, work, work. Concentrate well, yeah, on your schooling. Dad is sad himself, though. I mean, not saying that that's an excuse for his behavior, but, you know, the dad's probably sad and going through stuff, too. So he's just like, hey, like, let's focus on something else. Yeah, but you think, I mean, your kid's reading. You should be happy your kid's reading. 
Yeah, that's true. Maybe the 80s were different. <laughs> I don't remember. What about you, Tiffany? You remember the 80s? Were they different? I don't remember my dad screaming at me for reading a book. I remember oh. my mom screaming at me for not reading a book. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have. Well, <laughs> she'll never hear this. <laughs> she won't. And you have the guy, I think, drinking eggs or something, you said? Yeah, his breakfast, he puts eggs in a blender and they look like an orange Julius. Because they probably were an orange Julius. They like an orange Julius, but his breakfast are literally raw eggs. Yum, yum, yum. And then you have a really... So then the kid goes... Bastion goes off to school and he gets chased by a bunch of bullies and they throw him in a garbage can. <laughs> I don't know. I just like... I just didn't get... Where, I'm, where is this supposed to be? I think it's... New, is it... I thought it was New York. Did we ever figure that out? No, I never looked. I thought it was New York, but now that I know it was filmed in West Germany, I'm I'm not sure. I don't think it doesn't say. Yeah, but yeah, he just got thrown. I mean, I thought it was just weird. Like these bullies chase him and throw him in a garbage can. Like I didn't get that. You've never been thrown in a garbage can. Surprisingly, no. Yeah, surprisingly. <laughs> I have been threatened to be killed though multiple times by different people. Oh, me too. So today, five times. <laughs> that's a little different. It's not. <laughs> They didn't know any better. The people that threatened me wanted to kill me and had the means to do it. They just luckily did not. But I don't know she wanted. She was going to burn my house, remember? <laughs> I had a bad temper. <laughs> <sighs> Alyssa, were you ever chased by bullies and thrown into a garbage can? No. <laughs> okay. That's a good thing. Thankfully. <laughs> Poor baby Alyssa. I've been in garbage cans, but that was my choice. <laughs> I was looking for things. I don't so. know. <laughs> and then you have the kid runs into a bookstore, and I, I you know... If someone coming, you know, watching this in 2022, it's like you don't have that anymore. You're not going to have some random bookstore with some random old guy just, you know, peddling old books. And it's like, you know, he's on the phone with one guy when the, when the kid's in there and he's like, oh, 325 for that book. And I think to myself, that's a lot of money in 1984. Yeah, because he has a rare book. I wonder if he has a glass cage in his basement, too, where he puts people when he doesn't like them. I think so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I You got that joke, didn't you, Lisa, too, I think? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that's what I. That's what it I was thinking of. <laughs> that's horrible. <laughs> so was that show? <laughs> no, it wasn't. That show was good. It was good, but the, the topic was horrible. Yeah, well, it was everyone so was horrible. All right, we're talking about you. For those that don't know, go watch it on Netflix. So, <laughs> I, I like the the dealings with the old man though. Like where he comes in, the guy's like, "Oh, you don't know what books are," and he starts reading like, "I've read this, this, this," and he's just naming off just classics and classics. And I'm yeah, just like a ten year old probably shouldn't be reading. Probably not. I don't remember some of the stuff. Moby Dick is a thick book. Moby Dick is not a good book. I tried reading it. It's not a good book. I don't think I've ever made it. And then the kid steals the book when the guy goes on the phone and he leaves a note, I'll bring your book back. Yeah, like the guy didn't know that was going to happen. Well, he wanted it to happen, but still, he stole the book. (laughs) It's a very strange movie. What did you think of the book stuff, Alyssa? Of this bookstore? I don't know. It was was really... uh, It was just different. I don't know. His, like, interaction (laughs) with the old guy, like... I don't know. It's like, okay, does this old guy interact with every little kid like this? Like, you know, <laughs> I don't know. Yes. <laughs> this is very interesting. Yes, he does. <laughs> and then there's a the part that really confuses me. So then Bastion goes to school. He gets to school late. He wanders the halls. He goes to his classroom, looks, and oh, God, they're doing a math test. And his first reaction is, I'm going to the attic. What school has an attic? My school's never had attics. <laughs> My school had an like really creepy and no one could go up there it was locked at all times well you didn't have a key in a, in a broken box right next to the door <laughs> no. i mean it's just like this is elementary school obviously like why is you don't you can't trust elementary kids they're too young <laughs> i don't know i just thought it weird and no one wonders where he is nobody calls his dad and goes hey is he is bastion staying home today from school nothing just yeah who cares he missed his math test oh well <laughs> we're not gonna look for him right his dad will lecture him and then he goes up into the attic, which is creepy as hell attic, pulls out some bench, some like mats and just sits down and just starts reading the book. I mean, I, why don't you just go home at that point? Because he couldn't let his dad know that he was skipping class. Well, they'll find out when he gets an F on his math test. <laughs> Absent. <laughs> where, where are you? Uh, I was at school, I promise. And that school really did remind me of a school from the 80s. I wasn't around there, but I remember seeing things in the early 90s. Where it's just like everything's old and decrepit and like the, the way the stairs looked and everything like that looks like a school from the 80s. Yeah. So, you know, leftover from the 70s, essentially. Oh, no. The things that amuse me are interesting sometimes. And then you get the big rock and then you then you get your first scene of never of Fanta- Fantasia. Fantasia yeah. I was going to call it the never ending land, but that's not correct. <laughs> You're going somewhere. And you have a really weird scene with a rock monster, rock biter. He just he just is riding up in a giant looks like a 
he's Fred Flintstone from the Flintstones riding his m- mobile thing, and he almost runs over little tiny guys. <laughs> it's just weird. Like, why? He's a rock guy who eeks rocks, who drives a rock motorcycle. Well, what else is he supposed to drive, Michael? Is he supposed to fly? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, it's, it's still humorous to me. I watched this movie twice now before we did this episode, and just him eating the rocks is just amusing to me. I don't know why. Because it's like, could you not try to cu- crush the people you're trying to save the world with? Like, he didn't care. <laughs> he didn't care about the little guy and the and the snail and the oh, other. My, my baby. I want this. I know you do. <laughs> and the guy with the bat that doesn't make any sense how he holds on because there's no there's nothing to hold his feet when he's flying it with a bat. <laughs> that bothered me a lot. Like he should just be hanging there upside down. Like ah, help me. But, it's like a glider. But do gliders have a spot for your feet or hold your body? All he has is sure? a... Are yes, I looked at it when we saw the scene of the bat sleeping when he almost gets murdered. <laughs> Alyssa, do you have any comments about this little tiny camp? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I like the rock guy. He was just trying to eat his, his food, his rocks. <laughs> Leave him be, Michael. Stop food shaming. <laughs> it was funny. He's like, oh, you got tasty limestone here. <laughs> that was pretty good. <laughs> and, and they start talking about the nothingness. And this is where you kind of get this story of that. There's this nothingness coming over the land. Essentially, people are forgetting that forgetting books. That wasn't the 80s. That was the, that was the 2000s. People forget what reading this. But that's <laughs> kind of what it was going for. Like, it is interesting from a film perspective to me now, like the idea with the snail, because it's all just, you know, the camera's just in different spots to make it look like, oh, he's a giant rock monster, you know. It's just, that's all it is. And it's Yeah, and it works in this. I mean, I did find it humorous that the snail can go really fast after they get done it's talking. That was kind of funny. <laughs> that that did amuse me. And then, again, with the bat, I just couldn't get that, how the what guy wrote the bat. Again? The people? I can't remember, but they didn't have names. It was just like, the name of the people. Hog something, I thought. Yeah, I don't remember. No, oh, I can't find it either. It's unimportant. It is. I'm sorry. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then, the, and then, it shows them that they all travel to this great tower to go see the Empress. That looks like it's floating in the middle of the sky. It's a very good painting, isn't it? And you only have one person that's flying, so I want to know how the other two got up there. <laughs> well, the rock guy just started climbing. It's like King Kong, just breaking down the tower. Right? No. Eating the tower. <laughs> made a rock right <laughs> oh, probably yeah oh and it wasn't until like now that i i know how some movies are made i always look at the fact that like all that when you ever see this pretty background it's just a portrait that they just zoom the camera on double dragon taught me that double it did dragon. double dragon is when i realized they did that yeah i was way older than i should have been when i realized that wow you never watched gone with the did you parts of it and then you have the council meeting Alyssa, what did you think of all these random faces and different costumes that you see up here okay so honestly like this is the part where i thought I it made me think of Return to Oz. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but like you know how some of the characters in that movie are just—it's just so random. Like it's just so strange. And yes. when it showed the scene, I immediately like it made me think of that. Now that you say that, it does. <laughs> yeah, is Return to Oz the one with like Michael Jackson or something in it? No, you're thinking no. of the Oz. Yeah, Return to the Oz. Dancing the dancing movie? Yeah, but that's not what she's talking about. Okay. She's talking about the sequel to The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Is that with James Franco? What? No. What? What? There's, what are we talking about? There's an Oz movie with James Franco. Oh, you're thinking of, um, I think it's just called Oz. There's like too many Wizard of Oz movies, but yeah. there's The Wizard of Oz, there's Return to Oz, which is what I'm talking about, and yeah. then there's The Wiz, and then there is The Oz. <laughs> so I think that's only there's only four. There's one with dancing that's really weird. The one with Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's Is that's that the Wiz? Uh, or the Wiz, yeah. That's that movie tra- traumatized me as a kid. I think I rented it and hated it. The Wiz? Yeah. <laughs> no, it wasn't the Wiz. It I, I think it is Return to Oz and I'm thinking of the had weird just creep me the hell out. Yeah. Yeah, no, cuz even the Yeah, and the witch like the she wanted to steal a um, Dorothy's head because she could like yeah. take off her head and she had like this room with like a bunch of random heads that she wanted to use. Like, well, oh, yeah. Devil, like we're alive. Yeah, this movie yeah. terrified me yeah. as a kid. <laughs> oh, yes, yeah, me too. I haven't seen it in years. I just remember renting it and hating it and thought it was, and I've never knew what it was. Yeah, it sounds like the suing you. Mm-hmm. It does. <laughs> Tiffany, what did you think of the council meeting? It was strange i don't know i had a thought and then it poofed out of, and i can't remember <laughs> and then you find out the empress's ale she's on the poster or the cover of this movie and she's all over the place but she's not in the movie right now no we gotta wait till the end to bring in this one of the stars really like five minutes 
<laughs> I had forgotten that because I remember I almost met her. I remember bits of this movie and I was really confused. I'm like, she's not here. And you're like, yep, she's not till the end. <laughs> and I thought that was weird. And then you and then it jumps back to the real world and you see Bastion still in the attic and just sitting there reading the book. Because we got to we got to show you that this is still a book. Even I, I don't think you really need all that. But hey, <laughs> and this is when you the hero then shows up at, back in the Fantasia and it's just a child. And you have. I mean, now that I was looking back at this, it felt a little racist to me what they were saying. But she's like, oh, it's a plainsman. I'm like, OK, I mean, that, that wasn't racist, but just like I could kind of, you know, they were going for like Native Americans. OK, I don't understand why they couldn't just say something else. Like, they multiple times say we're hunting the purple buffalo, not just the regular, not blue buffaloes, <laughs> purple buffaloes. I don't, I don't know. I didn't get that. They like, wanted it to be exotic. Couldn't they be hunting dragons, hunting unicorns, something? Hunting luxury. <laughs> Sure. Something. Why purple buffalo? Why take a real animal? Just put a color in front of it that's weird for this nature and just go, that's what we're hunting. Yeah. Like nobody was thinking he could be hunting chimeras. He could be hunting griffins. He could be hunting all these other mystical creatures. What purple buffaloes. Griffins. No, the other one. The first one. Dragons? Unicorns? Chimeras? Chimera? Chimera. Mm-hmm. What? That's not what she said. That is what I said. That's not what she said. Chimera, whatever. Same thing. <laughs> It's a mythical creature. It doesn't exist. It's okay. okay. But I don't know. I just, I found it was odd. It was purple buffalo. And it bothered me. I, it, Sorry. It is cute how it's a kid that they, that comes in and they're like, you're just a kid. He's like, I'll leave. And We're looking for the warrior Atreyu. I'm the only Atreyu of the planes. Oh. <laughs> Wait, come back. And then they take his weapons. Yeah, why? You must leave behind your weapons and go with no one. Our text does not count. Apparently. He said you must go alone. Oh, it was just weird to me that like you think you go on a quest, you'd be you know want your weapons. Not here's a here's a pendant. That's all you get. Bye. See ya. Close in the dark. <laughs> and Tiffany, you met this actor actually. Yes, I did. Noah something can't remember. Anyways, he was super. High. Noah Hathaway. Noah Hathaway. He was super high. He was very nice though. <laughs> and he was oh my god. <laughs> yeah, he was stoned as hell, I guess, when she went. He was flirting with the sexy girl in the red dress in front of me, which was fine. I got my picture. And he was about half an inch taller than I was. <laughs> <laughs> Compared to the who did I get a picture with that was like six inches taller than me sitting down. The guy from Halloween H2O. I don't remember his name. Six inches taller than me sitting down. Honestly. <laughs> Oh, and then, then you see Atreyu riding his horse. Well, he won't have the horse for long. Uh, riding past <laughs> the rock friends and just, you know, going out on his journey. You have a small scene with a wolf in the rain cave that really does not pay off like an hour later, which I thought was odd. And I think, oh, you have a small scene where Atreyu ends up at a riverbank and he, they stop for camp and they start eating and they have lunch. And Bastion's like, oh, I should have lunch, too. And he just rolls, grabs his backpack, and takes his lunch out. That's not a good idea. That's a great idea. I don't know why it irked me, though, when that happens. <laughs> but then he just takes one bite of it, the sandwich. I know, and then he's like, no, no, I need to save some for later. I won't finish now. <laughs> he's all dramatic <laughs> about it. <laughs> he's a weird kid. I was like, what well, is probably lunchtime. You've been reading this book for a while. That was Baby Mike right there. We were watching on the screen. Except insert comic books and video games. Well, the comic books, then. It was books when I was younger. <laughs> now it's common books. See, I grew up, matured. <laughs> this guy did. <laughs> <laughs> and you see the wolf is tracking them, which again doesn't really do anything. And then you get them traveling to the what is it? What's the swamp called? Swamp of Sand. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> the part that traumatized all the children. Oh my god, that cosplay! So, for you listeners, if you do not do not know about this cosplay, you have to Google. Atreyu never never ending story cosplay. A kid dressed up as Atreyu and has the head of a horse, essentially glued. Well, not a real horse, obviously, but <laughs> glued to like a piece of wood. And he, during the convention, he'll randomly kneel down and be like, "No, I'm tagged." So, Alyssa, what did you think of this part? Because you had no idea what you were getting yourself into. I know I was watching it and, and I'm watching it and at first in my head I'm like what on earth am I watching right 
And then the super sad part comes on, and I'm just sitting there, like, tearing up, like, oh, my God, do not let this horse die. And then the <laughs> horse dies, and I'm like, are you kidding me? And this poor kid, he's like, no, like, come on, you got this, don't be sad. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so oh. he's, like, crying, and obviously not sad enough to succumb to the sadness, but Artex, a horse, is sad enough to succumb to the sadness. Yes. The horse like, I'm tired of running, it's time to go. <laughs> Yeah, but why didn't he sink? Because he, he's crying, and, and he even said before this, if you're sad, it the swamp will suck you up. But apparently crying, he was fine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird little thing that doesn't make sense. And also, like, why are kids' movies in the 80s so traumatizing? I know. <laughs> I mean, I know... Rich pale kids traumatize you. That wasn't because of sadness. That was just out of terribleness. <laughs> it was the horror. The horror of that movie. <laughs> we are going to cover that uh-huh. movie someday. <laughs> Nobody wants. I don't want to, so I not going to happen. Fine, I'll do it myself. Okay. Yeah, and this, do it. <laughs> you want to watch that garbage? You can with us. It's bad, really bad. Don't tell me that. It's good. There's a puppet that eats toes. What? A gator. He likes oh, toes. Oh, the gator. I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember this. Stop bringing. <sighs> and then you find the shell mountain. Somehow he just happens to be at the right place. Sees a giant hill and goes, "That's the Oracle. That's Shell Mountain." How he knows? Nobody knows. But. Uh, and then you have it. I don't remember why, but for some reason, a Treyu like screams or something. I don't remember. There's something happens and they hear Bastion. Not Treyu. Bastion screams and they hear Bastion in Fantasia. And then this is when you kind of realize the two worlds are connected. It's like he was reacting to that the turtle rose up from the ground and he was like shocked that he read that. I don't know. That's what I kind of got. It was just like, ah! That was loud. <laughs> So, Lisa, do you ever read books and you go, oh, my God, while you're reading the book? Oh, yeah, all the time. I just scream. <laughs> scream at the top of my lungs. <laughs> and you have Morla, the giant turtle, who keeps sneezing at him while while the turtle's talking to Atreyu, which I thought was just funny for some reason. He just climbs up in his branch trying to talk to him, and he just keeps sneezing on him. Did she say, I missed the part where she was like, I'm allergic to you. Doesn't she say that? Something like that, stupid, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, the, the nothingness is going to kill everything. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just odd. Not that it matters, but yeah. And he goes through all this trouble, loses his horse for nothing, because he's sent on it on a, to go to go find another oracle somewhere else in the south. 10,000 miles away. Yeah. Oh, and here's the part that, re- that I have a lot of questions for. So then it, it cuts back to the real world. School ends. Bastion hears the bell. And what any normal kid would do, he leaves. Nope. He goes back in the attic. Doesn't he peek out the door like right here? Yeah, he literally goes down the stairs out of the attic, looks and sees, oh, they're leaving. Why don't you go home? I didn't get this part. Why would you stay in school? Can't leave this book. Well, you bring the book with you. Why are you yelling at me? Because you deserve it. You made me watch this movie. (laughs) Oh, so any comments of this crap? Yeah, I didn't get that either, because I'm like, dude, just go home. Like, what are you doing? And it's like you're in the creepy school, the creepy attic, because he was already creeped out when he went up there. Like, I don't understand why he stayed up there either. He really doesn't like his dad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. That's how I took I mean, but it's just weird to me. I'm like, just go home. Like, why would you stay at school? And he knows the 80s because it had been the 90s or 2000. The place would have been locked down, alarmed, ready to go, security guards walking around. Well, that's how school is now, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's but not, not back in the day, though. <laughs> no, not in the 80s. <laughs> no. It's before Columbine, so they weren't as, there weren't as many security settings. And then you have Bastion get scared of a fox head. For some reason, you'd have a, a fox head in this attic. It was a fox? I thought it was a wolf. I thought it was a fox. Wolf? Eh, whatever. I thought it was a wolf because then in the movie, the wolf comes yeah. in. Or in the book, I mean, How the wolf comes in there. Out of that. I got nothing. I got nothing either. The fox heads are like, wee, <laughs> <laughs> But it was just weird to me. Like, why, why is there a taxidermy head in this attic of the school? To scare the kids. Didn't scare him too much. He kept reading his book and lit. And he had candles. Why are there candles in this attic too? Where do you get those? Not very safe. Have candles in every attic. <laughs> <laughs> it is the eighties. Oh, and then you have a Treyu falling in the swamp. The wolf rushing at him, and the flying dragon comes in, grabs him, and saves him. And then he has no memory of it happening. Yeah, so he's about to be unconscious, right? You can see him starting to pass out. The dragon swoops down. He somehow manages to grab onto the dragon and hold on for dear life until they get safely on ground. Yeah. Yeah. You never thought of that before? Nope. <laughs> I guess when you're unconscious, you just hold on for dear life, not let go. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> So 
So I like Falcor because I like anything dragon related, even though this is not a dragon. But hey, it's a luck dragon, so it gets to be just a serpent. Okay, whatever. But it's like, I like this idea of a giant floating creature, dog. It was doggy dragon. <laughs> oh, so what was your thought of Falcor seeing this dragon for the first time? I was like so confused. I'm like, okay, where did this come from? But I don't know. I thought he was cool though. He's the coolest thing in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're not. <laughs> and then you have a tray. You ends up on some mountain with Falcor, and he's talking to him. And I think he's like, he's like, oh, I like kids. And he's like, for breakfast. <laughs> and I'm just like, Ugh. <laughs> it was amusing though. He's like, no, I'm a luck dragon. <laughs> he's what? A luck dragon. Oh. Uh, what you think I said? I didn't know. What, I thought you said electric, and I was like, he's not a Pokemon. <laughs> he could be. He'd be a fairy type, probably though. Yeah, he would. What fairy flying? Do you think, Alyssa? <laughs> yeah. Falcor, I choose you. <laughs> Scare bully attack now. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <sighs> You're stupid. <laughs> and then you have the two goblin doctors that are helping to train you. And goblin that's what I put down. It was the goblins. <laughs> and they're doctors. It was amusing the second time watching this. I didn't realize he keeps calling her wench all the time. It's like, go get that wench. Go to the wench, wench. That's my favorite part. To the wench, wench. <laughs> like, that is not a nice thing to say to women, usually. But again, that does fit the 80s version of a couple, old couple, insulting each other for, you know, it does fit. It's one of our residents. <laughs> ah, you jackass. So. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. Okay, and then the goblin shows, I'm going to keep calling them goblins. I don't. So, listen, you have a way to, what do you think these things were? Goblins or you have something else? I honestly, I would agree with like a goblin because <laughs> I was like, oh, what is this? Two to one, Tiffany. Two to one. Whatever. They're not, it's my movie. They're not goblins. What are they then? <laughs> yeah, Tiff, what do you think that they are? <laughs> uh, and then he shows them the really weird telescope with a bunch of crystals on it, but I don't understand how it works, but okay. And he has a telescope. And okay, and then you have this random scene of a knight coming up to the statue because he's trying to go see the oracle. And there's these two giant Fink statues, and he's riding there. And the whole idea is that if you have, if you think you're worth less than what you are, the eyes won't open up and murder you and shoot you with a giant lasers. <laughs> and it's just weird to me because okay, it makes sense with the knight. He's like, okay, he thinks higher of himself than he is. Okay, fine. But also, the Finks have boobs and chicken legs. I was gonna say, are we gonna describe what they look yes, like? They have boobs. I was like, oh, okay. And wings, don't they? And yeah, wings, but the boobs were caught my attention. I was just confused why giant statues had giant boobs. Because they're women. I know, but it's a kid's movie. You know, maybe. Oh, did they have nipples? No. Okay, there you go. There's a PG <laughs> version. <laughs> and then they just gets killed. And then when Atreyu goes down to the gate, I didn't get this part. Because I was thinking, okay, he's just going to walk through the gate. Nothing's going to happen because he thinks less of himself than what he is. And all of a sudden, he has to start running because the eyes start opening. I didn't get that. I was like, they shouldn't. He should think less of himself because he's that type of person. But it wasn't because they almost tried to kill him. I, don't know, I didn't get that. Any opinions, Alyssa? What did you think? Yeah, that kind of confused me, too, because first I thought he was going to be good. Like, he wouldn't have to worry about it. But then I was like, well, I'm like, maybe once he's walking up there, then he, like, kind of got that confidence where he's like, okay, I got this. And then all of a sudden he started opening and he's like, oh, shoot, I got to (laughs) go. He runs fast, too, finally. But I would have been running the whole time. I would have sprinted at the gate. Like, why are you just walking slowly towards it? He was nervous. Yeah, but if you're, I don't know. I got nothing. I just know in my notes I wrote, be confident. I don't remember why I wrote that, but I wrote, be confident with exclamation mark. Because that's what, isn't that what they keep saying? He like, doesn't he say that to himself? Might have. That might have been why I wrote it. I don't remember. Somebody said that. I think the little, your little goblin dude. Yeah. Be confident. <sighs> be confident, Atreyu. And then you has to face the mirror gate. And I don't think in this part I was paying it as much attention. Because doesn't he see Bastion through the mirror then? Yeah, that that part really confused me. So how is that his true self? Does that mean Bastion is really Atreyu? Or Atreyu is really Bastion? Which one? <laughs> I, I don't know. I didn't get... This part is where it gets kind of confusing for me. Like, I don't understand what's really happening right here. Where he's looking through the gate. Like, I just didn't understand it. I mean, this is when the movie starts kind of, you know, becoming more of where bashing is somebody special looking at this book not just a regular kid with a book and this book isn't a normal book which you already kind of realize as the movie's progressing but that's really what it was going here and then in the present world you have bashing throws the book because that's not him ah! and he tosses it starts screaming 
I don't know. I thought that was odd. And I was thinking to myself, that's not your book to be throwing, buddy. You stole it. You're about to give it back. Now you're just throwing it in the freaking attic. Probably older than he is. It's definitely older than he is. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you throwing this guy's book that you stole? Maybe it's the old man in me coming out when I said I went through my head when he threw the book. So, Alyssa, did it give you shock when he threw his book? <laughs> I was just so confused with the situation. I'm like, okay, I think I will throw the book, too. I'd be like, what? <laughs> Any comment for throwing the book, Tiffany? I don't know. I got nothing. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, I'm the only old man among us. So. No, your thing is no. Don't hurt the. Bo- oh, this is a comic book thing. Don't hurt the book. It's precious. That's why you're <laughs> upset that he threw the book. Speaking of hurting comic books, some little kitten was trying to scratch my Doomsday copy today. Perseverance. <laughs> Good job. I had to go up and grab her. So. So yes, maybe I just have a sensitivity to books being destroyed in movies and in real life. I didn't like it in real life either. If I could do something about it. Don't throw books, Alyssa. <sighs> and then a tree comes up to the throwing all your books. <laughs> the second Finks. I don't even remember what the second Finks was. Like he just walks through it if I remember correctly. No, he talks to them. Oh, he does? And oh, they were the Oracle. That's what the second Finks was. Yeah. They also had boobs and some sort of wings. <laughs> I didn't notice boobs. their boobs. But they were boobs. You didn't notice their boobs? No. They had boobs. I know. I didn't notice those. They were girls. <laughs> I don't think they had chicken feet, though. I can't remember. <laughs> they were a little different. Oh, and this is when he finds out the Empress needs a new name. And, and a human child has to give her a name to save her life and save Fantasia. And I'm like, so what is Atreyu? He is not a human child? <laughs> <laughs> He's a plains people child hunting purple buffalo. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I mean, he, he looks like a human. He is a human. The actor is like. I mean, if it was like one of those two faced things in the council meeting, I'd be like, okay, human child. We need a human child. He looks like a human child. <laughs> but the idea is that you need someone outside Fantasia to believe in Fantasia again, to believe in books. <laughs> That's what I felt like the whole moral of this movie is believe in books. Hey, it. I don't know. Do you think it got people to read? I mean, the 80s, what were people doing? I, mean, I guess the arcades. Yeah, video guess... games were just popping up. Okay. <laughs> but not console games like I care about. Not what? The NES wasn't around yet. The important stuff wasn't around. You said arcades. The unimportant stuff. I um, said video games, I know. Actually. I'm not a fan of arcades. Or Atari. Nintendo. And then you have Felcor flying a Treyu to the boundary of Fantasia. Because they're trying to find the human child, which is not in Fantasia, so they have to leave Fantasia. And I did like the scene of them just flying over the land. I thought the land was pretty. <laughs> I just like I like I guess I like aerial shots like that. And you have, and then it it jumps back to present day, and you have a really weird scene where Bastion opens the window while it's, while there's a storm and talks to the sky about his mother's name. I know the perfect name for her, my mother's name. It's just a weird scene. <laughs> You want to comment on this? No, because I don't remember what you're talking about. It's right. Alyssa, do you remember? About, there was like this giant crazy storm going on and this little kid just climbs up and opens the window and he's like, yeah, and exactly. He's like, I know what to name her. <laughs> it's just weird to me. I don't know. It's just, and I, it's just I didn't understand who he's talking to. Talk to the book. Why are you opening the window and talking to the sky? Because he's trying to talk to Fantasia. Well, the book apparently heard you earlier. <laughs> and saw you, so why not talk to the book? I don't know. I just it just was weird to me. And then you have a Treyu falls into the nothing at one point. And they're flying. I think the nothing attacks them or something. I was starting to check out at this point when we were watching it. They're essentially in a, a big storm, and he's trying to hold on to Falkor, and he falls off of Falkor onto like beachy place. I don't know a beach. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. He, like caves that. Okay, so did you mark down the caves and the drawings? Yes, I did. Okay. The ruins. I, I, I'm also a sucker in ruins in video games and movies where like, oh, look at prophecy. I, I get it. I, I like yeah, that. Like Zelda. Yes, I do. If you didn't know. Herpes. <laughs> so and and also at the same time that he falls, you have the window burst open in the attic from the storm, even though he just had a window open, but now another window burst open, and <laughs> you think at some point he would have wanted to go home, not just stay in the attic. I, mean, right. I feel like it would be safer anywhere but that attic. <laughs> I mean, the school is closed. Why don't go downstairs? Yeah. <laughs> go to the cafeteria and have a seat. Something? <laughs> Lobby. I'm sure there's a place to sit. Go sleep in the nurse's office. <laughs> <sighs> be like, surprise! And then when Atreyu is wandering on a beach, he finds the rock uh, rock biter. For some reason, is just here. And the rock is sad because his friends are dead. 
the, the little snail guy he just met earlier in the movie and the other whatever the hell they're called they both had died i guess the nothingness got them that nah, wasn't sad sad it was sad because he was he was so sad and then he was like these hands look strong but they're not strong yeah, I couldn't save oh, my friends. I, I remember like, that part. It was so sad. <laughs> this movie's traumatizing, huh, for kids? <laughs> and adults. For adults. <laughs> Especially that horse scene. That, that is a scene that will stick with you forever now, Alyssa. Yes, I'll cry every night about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have him run. He, uh, Atreyu runs into the ruins and he starts seeing paintings of his adventures that he already just went on. And he's like, this doesn't make any sense. And I... I got a big kick out of this part. I really liked this. For some, I just thought it was just so cool to find out that everything he was doing was part of the prophecy, the legend. And then he looks at the painting of the wolf, and he turns around, and the wolf's there. And the wolf gives you the lore dump you've been waiting for because you have no idea what's going on in this movie. And the wolf is like, this is what Fantasia is, and starts trying to explain you what the nothingness is and what Fantasia is. And I think he he says, he he's working for the nothingness. Oh, he is? Yeah, the wolf is. He's supposed to kill a Treyu, but he said he lost a Treyu in yeah, the swamp. He doesn't realize who he's talking to. And then a Treyu's like, "I'm a Treyu. I was in the swamp. Like, why did you tell the guy? Like, I'm the guy you tried to kill. <laughs> Come kill me now." And then he kills him because he pulls out a dagger or something, and then the wolf just jumps on a him. Piece and, of glass. Oh, he kills him. Piece of glass. Okay. Uh, it's, he like. Never mind. Go ahead. No, please keep talking. <laughs> he like finds it on the ground. It's like a jagged piece of something. Oh, okay. Remember, no weapons. Which is yeah. so stupid. <laughs> We're gonna send you on this quest to save the world, but give me all, give me your bow, give me your knife, give me everything you got. I don't know. It's just seeing the wolf killed was again. That was kind of a vicious looking puppet for if you were a kid. <laughs> it would have bothered me. And then Felcor finds his pendant, finds Atreyu's pendant in the water, and you and he, you know, I'm assuming he's thinking that Atreyu is dead. And then you start seeing Fantasia just falling apart. And then I think at some point Felcor finds Atreyu. It's not really clear. Okay, he just he just with him again flying to the tower. I can't remember. Okay. I just watched it. I know. We were both checking out the end of this movie. I know, sorry. Don't be. It's okay. Alyssa, do you remember? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they just kind of like just magically because for a while, like, you know, Atreya was screaming out like Falcor, Falcor, you know, trying to find him or whatever, and then he couldn't find him. And then after he killed the wolf, like, it just kind of switches. So they're, like, magically flying again together. <laughs> Ta-da! It was a strange thing. And then the only thing that's left is the tower. Everything else is fading away and becoming, falling apart into nothingness. But just the tower is still just sitting there. And I think they even fly by a bunch of rock that are just floating in the sky. They're just like, Phew! Yeah, I was like, Phew! what is he in space now? Like, he shouldn't be able to breathe. Yeah, it's like the <laughs> beginning of their world again. So this is like the Big Bang happened. It all started with a Big Bang. <laughs> it's been a while since so I could oh, I could do more of that song. But and then this is when you finally see the Empress. So try you see the Empress at the at the top of the tower, who's on the freaking poster, who I thought was in this movie a lot more. It doesn't show up to the last like twenty minutes. Yeah, she's like the center of the poster. Yeah, we should know we have a poster behind us. I didn't get to see her. She canceled. She hurt her knee. I was so sad. She was supposed to be at the convention the same place as she saw Noah, the actor of Atreyu, but it did not work out. Oh. <laughs> uh, I hope they come this year. Can you get your poster signed? Then we can get it laminated. Yeah! I know a place that laminates. Now you have to pay for it. <laughs> I always have to pay for it. I just pay more now. <laughs> and this is when the Empress starts to mention the Earthling child, and he's like, I couldn't find him. I looked for him. And she's like, he's with you right now. He can hear what we're saying. He's been with you the whole time. The way she talks is just so dramatic. <laughs> it's like she whisper talks. <laughs> uh, and I just I think Bashing's face during this whole part he just starts freaking out. How are they talking to me? I think it's just a book. Yeah. He gets up and leaves the book too at one point. I'm pretty sure. Like he gets he so upset. Yeah, he goes back by the window and he's like freaking out. <laughs> <laughs> and you have the tower starting to crumble and you just and then I put in my notes a never ending story. I don't remember I think he looks at the front of the book or something. Yeah. Oh, and then I think Emperor starts saying what happened to Bashing, how his mother died and stuff like that. Something is really makes him freak. <laughs> and then you have the famous scene of say my name. <laughs> I know not how, but every time I hear that now, I think of that song. What? Beyonce. Is it Beyonce right? I'm thinking yeah, of the song? Yeah, yeah. Destiny's Child. Uh, yes. I was going to say it's actually Destiny's Child. Okay. But, eh. Say my name, 
That's what popped my head every time. No, American Pie. Say my name, bitch. That's what pops. <laughs> that did not pop my head. <laughs> say my name, bitch. Bastion, say my name. But it's just like, and, and everything's d- crumbling. He's reading the book. Obviously, there's something up with this book, and he just won't say it. And then all of a sudden, he yells, Moonchild. <laughs> Who the fuck named their daughter Moonchild in re- in real Somebody life? Somebody from the late sixties. <laughs> a lot a, of drugs. She then. was a hippie child. <laughs> They're like, look, it's a moon, and we got a child. Let's name her Moonchild. <laughs> I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's, it's just a, like it's a hippie name. It's definitely a hippie name. And it was the eighties, so she was probably born in the late sixties. Her son's ten, so then she would have been a little young if she was born in the sixties. This is 84. That would make her like 13. This is not Beetlejuice for watching. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just a strange thing to me. I, di- I didn't understand. I was waiting for some kind of regular name like Serenity, Serena, something, not Moonchild. <laughs> so when I remember watching this when I was younger, I don't ever remember a name. I just remember him like screaming out the window and I'm like, but, but, okay, what's the name? I don't ever remember the Moonchild part. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> Honestly, when I watched it, I had no idea what he said. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I understand him. It doesn't make any sense. It's just I mean, a... it's a good name for her. Yes, but... But not for... Cut out the line where he says, I'll give you my mother's name. <laughs> my mother had the most wonderful name. Moonchild. Moonchild. <laughs> it sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> There's that, yes. I mean, if they had Mon at the end, it would have been a Digimon. Moon, child Mon! Child, <laughs> what are their powers? I don't know. The moon? <laughs> Moonlight heals the party? I got nothing. And you have Bastion talking to the Empress. And this is when he starts realizing that I think it it, it was real or something. And it's this whole idea, like, the whole theory is that yeah, people were forgetting about books. I mean, that is what they were talking about in this, right, Tiff? Okay. That makes sense, though. Yeah, sure. All right. And then he <laughs> makes a wish. And I didn't catch this, that he... Sebastian gets to make a couple wishes or a wish, and his wish is to take the dragon into the real world to chase down some bullies. Instead of you know, can you bring my mom back? <laughs> <laughs> can you bring my mom back? Let's get those damn bullies. I mean, something. I'd wish for something more than get revenge on a bunch of bullies. <laughs> I mean, riding the dragon would be pretty cool though. But I hate heights, so. And no, and, and not the proper amount of people were freaking out of this large pink scaly thing flying down, let's say, New York City. The way I took it is only the bullies could see it. No, because there was a couple ah! in the background, and people were running while they were running. See, it must have not been America. They would have pulled out guns and started shooting at it. <laughs> so. Well, let's make money off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I discovered it. I don't know. <laughs> and you see you see Fantasia coming back and and that's the last scene you see is the him chasing after the kids and the kids jump in the trash and hide themselves. <laughs> and they're like, what the fuck just happened? And then the end song comes back on. Never in zone. Yeah. No? Yep. Is that the only song in the whole movie? <laughs> na, 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 na. And I have a couple qu- so that wraps up the movie, but I have a couple questions. One, did no one wonder why he didn't come home or go to school? Nothing? Like, you think the, the dad would have got home and been like, where's Bastion? Where's my son? Nothing. Like, didn't he think, like, a kidnapper got him? Oh, he didn't care. It was the 80s. They won't worry about that yet. <laughs> yeah, they <were>. <laughs> <laughs> It was a boy the 80s. They didn't worry about boys. No, when did this take? When was this released? 84. Oh, you were correct. Jacob Weatherly was 80. Oh, okay. I don't know about now. And if we learn anything from talking to your mother, nope, hey, the boy just go go run around. Who cares? We'll see you later. <laughs> are you talking about my brother? Come yeah. Are you going to tell a story? Sure, I will. Okay, go ahead. So, so I, I have come to the conclusion that people do not, especially in, younger than me, I was born in 87, but I'm like the 70s and stuff, people did not worry about their kids. Like I talked to my dad and he was like, here's one point, he got dragged by a car because his mother was getting ready. I'm like, where was your mother? He's like, oh, she was in the house. And we were waiting in the car. So he got they, he got trapped by the car, by a door. Got, somebody got caught in the car and got dragged down the driveway. And then uh, with Tiffany's mother, her son was, they were talking stories about her son where he ran off to go see construction. And he just left and went outside down the street. And she just, <laughs> down Robert Street, actually. They didn't live that far from there. And she wouldn't, and then the lady who used, some lady used to play bingo would bring him back to the house. And she's like, oh, I didn't know he's missing. It was something about kids at that time. I found him. She didn't speak English. She would say, I found him. I found him. So I, I, 
again, it's a it's a thing from that <laughs> just time. Let him run wild. <laughs> it was a thing at that time. <laughs> Any stories Alyssa, to add to this crazy conversation? Uh, I was raised in a bubble. I could not, you know. But I guess when I think about my parents and they're younger, yeah, they can kind of just do whatever. Like you know, they walk like a couple blocks to go visit their friends or whatever but like now you have to be so cautious like anywhere you go at all times because people are crazy yeah plus you were a girl so i think that plays a big part in it too mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> well i mean the people are more careful because i mean i know with tiffany she would she was her mother talking about she was more careful i mean i was running around down the block My i was i remember running around the block and doing all sorts of stuff like that that i probably shouldn't have been i remember going down to the creek and walking around the creek and on the train tracks and i was like 10 <laughs> And I look back like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> like, why was I down by the train tracks? Why was I down by the creek? Because you were a boy, and that's what boys do. Yeah, I get murdered? Okay. So yeah, I always remember that, and it just kind of sticks to me. So, I mean, the reason I'm bringing this up is because it does fit why nobody cared, and why it wasn't, like, it's just how it, things are different in the 80s, I think is what I want to put. Now more people are, people are more careful and more concerned. I mean, I think that things were dangerous back then, but you didn't have the... Um, you didn't have his news everywhere. You didn't have stuff being beaten to your head. You didn't have memes. So things were different. People were more careful. Now I can't even imagine like there's, you know, not not having constant contact with, with people. Like I know with my son, there's been freaking out right now. <laughs> there's been two times in my life where I missed where I missed. I couldn't find him for like five minutes. I remember freaking the fuck out. And in this movie, the guy's like, Aaron? yeah, well, seven, six year old Aaron. Maybe Aaron, yeah. and I freaked both, the fuck out. Both are very fast. One time, yeah, one time was around the freaking. We were walking around a church, and he went one way. I went the other to grab the bikes and went to go follow him. I couldn't find him, and he just shows up. He just went around the church and found me. And I'm like, "What? The, where were you?" <laughs> and another time at Sam's Club, he we were checking out, and he left. He went out the door towards the car, and some woman had found him. And then they locked the doors to a code at him, and he was stuck outside. Oh, jeez. We got ice cream at the end of that, but I remember freaking the fuck out. And so like, I don't understand how this guy wasn't worried. Like, if I found out my son wasn't at school, I'd be like, what? And he's not home? What? I mean, okay, what? Let's, let's pretend he is worried, and they have the popo out looking for him. We're all focused on Fantasia and Bastion right now. I want reality, damn it, in my <laughs> fantasy movie. Also, you don't really get a lot of races in other, like, things of this. You don't really get a good picture of this world, I feel. Not really. You just get... That random council meeting was the most you see of Fantasia. And they have a lot of really weird costumes. Like, I don't get the two... Like, a lot of them had two faces. There were two heads. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand that. And I I do get the Return to Oz connection. <laughs> oh, and the book was published in 83. So, oh, they made this movie right after the book came out. Damn. Oh, no, never mind. 79. Sorry, 79. I was like, I don't think that's right. Yeah, it didn't seem right either. I was like, wow, but 83, <laughs> yeah. I was like, that's fuck Yeah. 70, it came out in... The book came out in 79. Okay, that makes more sense. Five years. So, maybe in the book. So, it's written in 70s. Okay. Any last things you want to say about this odd movie before we go on a shelf stacker box? No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and Tiffany, why don't you go first? It will probably be shelf. I'm convinced we have a copy of it somewhere. It's just one of those movies that I watched over and over and over again with my dad, and I loved it. It didn't hold up very well, but I had roast into glasses at the time. <laughs> hey, at least there was no one trying to marry a 15-year-old that was well in their hundreds and there was no guy grabbing them, you know, grabbing women. So, movie did better than another movie we watched no, last. You didn't see Never Ending Story 2. I'm never going to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. None, none of that happens. Don't come after me. <laughs> There's three of them, actually. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, we have them all. Except, oh so the... I think I don't think any of them have the same actor playing Bastion. He doesn't act anymore. <laughs> he disappeared. Also, he stopped acting and everything. He doesn't. He's like Tiffany has a poster signed by the guy to play Atreyu, and she'll eventually get the Empress. Which that's all you're getting. You're never getting the other guy because he he does nothing. Mm-hmm. He's bad looking. <laughs> <laughs> he retired from acting. Like that was it. That was the only thing he was ever yeah. in. I think maybe like a commercial or something. And then he was done, which is fine. Which is wasn't fine. his thing. So, shelf stacker box. Fake his tears. You never said. Yes, I know. Fake his tears. What's your rating? Oh, shelf. No. Okay. 
Yes. Wait, what? Shelf is good, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm so confused. It's weird, Holmes, you didn't listen to all 300 episodes I made of this show so far and so don't know strange. our ranking system, huh? That's so strange. Yeah, I know. You switched it up. I know that. We added we added one <laughs> thing. You hear enough about the damn show. Alyssa, what about you? I'm sorry, Tiffany, but I would box it. <laughs> don't be sorry. He's going to box it as well. <laughs> yeah, so I haven't seen this movie in years. I didn't remember much about it other than I remembered The Rock Biter. And that was really about <laughs> it. And I went to this movie. I had low expectations. And it, it's okay. But it's a, it's a, I just remember the, I also remember the traumatizing horse scene. Yeah. So and I remember it forever. Because you just like puppets. You just like puppet stuff. See, we have the we have the set. We can watch it someday. Do we have to? Yeah, we do. I mean, now <laughs> that you brought it up, I want to watch the second one for some I know as a kid I, I watched this movie, and I think I liked it as a kid just because I liked fantasy-type movies, and there weren't a lot for fantasy movies for me to consume. So I vaguely remember. But this is going to box. I don't need to see this movie again. I'm glad I rewatched it. I'm glad we recorded about it, but I don't need it again. <laughs> And happy birthday, Tiffany, even though we're late in your birthday because we kept missing this recording. But this is <laughs> Tiffany's birthday movie. The third one in a row that we've done now. <laughs> Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, and the Never-Ending Story. They are all puppets. <laughs> mm-hmm. So since we're on the, the topic of 80 movies, uh, listen, do you have a favorite movie that, from the 80s? Have any chance? I know you weren't alive then, but... I was going to say, Mike, I was born in 97, I know. so... <laughs> <laughs> That's why I did that. Um, was The Breakfast Club made in the 80s or the 90s? Some Breakfast Club. Is 80s. <laughs> yeah, That's a good I movie. Like it. That's a good movie. What about you, Tiffany? Well, you're asking what my favorite movie from the 80s <laughs> Yes, I know the answer. Just tell the audience. Oh, sorry. The Labyrinth <sighs> is my favorite movie. I'm obsessed with it. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> and David Bowie's Bulge. <laughs> I'm aware of that, too. <laughs> uh, my favorite movie from the 80s is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. No matter how many times I see that movie, I just, I really, really like that movie. That's how I compare it to you two. <laughs> Have you ever seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Alyssa? No. Ha! It's a classic! It's, it's uh. a decent movie. You might like it, I don't know. It's about a, a kid skipping high school. <laughs> oh. <laughs> She's a kid. It's funny. It's not, it was on Netflix. Okay, I'll have to look it up. Oh, and anyone who's listening, because this will, if you're listening to this in February, or no, nah, this won't be out in February, in March of 2022... This is on Netflix currently in America. So if you're interested, go check out this film. Never any story that is, even I though we spoiled like, the whole movie. We, what are we talking about? You were just talking about. La- is Labyrinth still on Netflix? I don't know. It yeah. was just a little bit ago. You ever seen Labyrinth, Alyssa? No. Good watch it. <laughs> you can get freaked out of you. <laughs> <sighs> it's not as sad as this movie. <laughs> it's not. It's weird. Lots of tight pants, David Bowie in it. <laughs> and you uh, can watch his bulge appear in your fear. All right. I think it's time to wrap this up. Um, I don't have anything else to prolong this episode at this point. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you, too, for joining me in this weirdness. And if you enjoyed this episode, we have tons of other, over 300 other episodes for you to listen to. You can find everything on Podbean, so definitely go check that out. Please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. We are on YouTube. Audio only, but we're on YouTube. And I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Hath Fury. You can follow her on TikTok. She made our music. Definitely go check her out and give her a follow. And want to give a shout out to also my buddy Bill Tucker, who did the MCU movies with me. He started his own podcast, The Gamer Looks at 40. So definitely go check him out and give him a, a sub. And, last thing, and we do have a Patreon. If you want to help out the show for little as a dollar, you can vote in our monthly Patreon polls. And you get to decide an episode that we're going to create each month from four choices. What's your next one? For March, yes. I'm debating between two different ones. Either Batman or Star Wars related. I haven't decided yet. I will hope you. Okay. Batman, <laughs> I know that answer. <laughs> So thank you guys for all listening, and we will come back to you with more movie episodes because we keep doing them for some reason. So we will see you guys all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.